Hello and welcome to I Got That One, a university challenge appreciation podcast presented by me, Tom, and me, Yvonne. Hey, Tom. Hey. Guess what? What? We're more than halfway through series 50 of University Challenge. Indeed. And hello, it is I Got That One, where we talk about says series of University Challenge. That means we're also more than halfway through our episodes. Yes. (laughs) I think that works. Yeah. Sure. Let's go with that. So it's uh, round three of the second round. Yes. Yeah, uh, that makes sense. Don't think about it too much. And we have two teams which had a very strong first round. Indeed, yes. One earned that place a little bit more, I would say, I in terms of competition. I agree. So we first have on the left side, we've got Merton, Oxford, yep. where they played a very disheveled Wolfson, Cambridge in the first round. Yeah. Well, I think they had the longest streak of correct answers. I think the they did round. very well the, the first round. Yeah. I remember Isota from Merton also was a very standout. Oh, uh, he was a fiend then. But, you know, also the captain Butchard, they yeah. uh, contributed quite a bit. Mm-hmm. They're also the only other team mm-hmm. that have a, uh, a reserve play. A reserve. So the second reserve in a row that we're seeing. Indeed. Let me show who is the daughter of the Bristol captain of the same name. From, from a few a of seasons series. prior. Yeah, ago. That's uh, not one that we've seen, but it's kind of interesting that we now have, I don't know, lineage showing in the University <laughs> Challenge? Exactly, a legacy of sorts. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the closest we have to that is Stephen Fry was legitimately a student on one of these uh, back in the day. Oh, he was? Yeah. Okay. Yes, he also uh, finished with a third, so you know. Yeah, and well, family-wise, we've already seen a pair of twin sisters this time, this Indeed. series as well. Yeah, so there's so a lot been quite nice. familiar bondings going on. Yeah, so just a quick uh, round of the the Merton team. So, like you said, we had Lemaist, uh, who has graduated in German and Linguistics. Indeed. Oshia Khan, uh, also graduated in PPE. That was a very good attempt at uh, a very you. Gaelic name. Thank you. Uh, Burchard, the captain, doing English, and Isota doing physics. Question, why would you... Study German in particular. Why not? It's an interesting language. Mm. I know someone who studied German and French. Yeah. So it's entirely what uh, takes your fancy. Yeah, and I guess he just, just loves the language a lot. Possibly. And, and you know, linguistics is quite an interesting... Um, Pairing. Yeah. Mm. I, because you could, you know, I could see how it kind of molds together. And I think it kind of helped uh, mm. later on, as we'll talk about. Yeah. Also, people remember, Merton's the one with a funny-looking mascot, which oh, kind of yes. looks a little rude. Something we can't say on this podcast. Exactly, because we are a good family channel. Indeed, yep. And on the Warwick side, yep. we have the team where it looked like it was going to be a drubbing because they sat at minus five for the longest time in their yes. uh, uh, first round. Ahead. They, ahead. they suddenly just woke up and just powered on through. Mm-hmm. So I feel like, um, you know, they're a bit like a sports car. We have to kind of warm them up first before they start going. Yeah, yeah. So on the Warwick side, we had Pollard doing history and politics. Yes. Braid graduated with a PhD in physics. Now, so is he Dr. Braid? He said, I was studying a PhD in physics. So he could have graduated or he could have dropped out who knows stopped. it's a very weird choice of uh, words yeah well let's just assume he's graduated because everyone I mean so many other people have true true yeah. and, and then, uh, uh, we have Rout the captain doing a PhD in maths who I will be referring to every now and then as uh, Monkman Light aha and of course we have Burl who does English literature yes yeah I guess that's the team so we kind of know everything about them already more mm-hmm, or less mm-hmm uh, what do you find interesting, just before we move on, is Warwick has two PhDs, but they have an average age of 22. 
Yeah, so that must mean that Pollard and Burrow are just much younger. Yeah, they they have to be first years to kind of offset that. And I yeah. guess, well, you know, both Rutten. Well, uh, they they look young. I mean, I feel yeah, like Rutten Bread also look kind of young. So they probably you can do. A, they probably did a PhD immediately. Possibly. I mean, you don't have to do a master's to do a PhD yeah, in the UK. Exactly. Yeah, so, well, like you said, Warwick in their first round, they did take a while to get going, like you said, starting off uh, at minus five for the longest time. Um, similarly here, so they, they definitely. Did... I feel like it might be a tactic that they're doing. Could be. They let, uh, you know, the other team, you know, get to kind of get a feel of you know, how, uh, you know, strong do they have to be on the buzzer. Yeah, get them a false sense of security. Yeah. Yeah, so they, say, they took a while to get going, but yeah. then when they did, they, they raced ahead. Indeed. But, mm. you know, let's first talk about the opening. And yeah. uh, this kind of sets the tone. Mm. Bloodshot is the first one to buzz in correctly. Yes. Uh, their voice breaks slightly, which I think is just, I don't know, um, it happens sometimes. Yeah. It was kind of adorable. Mm-hmm. But they didn't really capitalize on the follow-up team questions. Not many times, yeah. And not just here. I feel like every time they got the bonuses, mm. they barely got one or two You're uh, right. correct. You're right. Whereas Warwick, I feel like they buzzed not that much more. Very it was strong. Just, they were very strong in the bonuses. It was just the bonus questions where they really knew what they were doing and yeah. got everything together. Yeah. But I will say, and I'm kind of glad, that uh, Merton was slightly faster with the conferring this time around. Yes. Yeah, so I, I also thought that um, I remember Butchart from the first round wasn't so assertive mm-hmm. with the, the bonus questions but this time they were a bit better I thought yeah well I yeah. think it's just experience and you know you're just coming again for the second time you just get more confidence as well exactly and we have to remember it's a young team so yeah. it's you know kind of nerve-wracking when you're that young facing yeah. that whole uh, you know uh, spotlight team. thing exactly yeah. and the Warwick team yeah mm-hmm. you know I'm sure they've seen them play so they know what they're up against yeah for sure Merton managed to hold on to the lead for a little bit. A little um, bit, for a little bit. Yeah, despite Ashokan uh, losing some points. Yeah, so he actually lost the team 15 points, unfortunately, from three incorrect interruptions. Yeah, the first one was kind of funny because he buzzed too early. He was like, huh, I don't know. So, I don't know. But if you didn't know, why did you buzz? Just, I mean, he should have listened a little bit longer. Yeah, I also slightly enjoyed um, his interruption. Oh, when he came in with Jesus. Oh, yeah, so about the Stations knew, of the Cross. Yeah, so yeah. we knew it was referring to Jesus, but we didn't know what the full question was. So I I was also thinking Jesus, but I was thinking, please wait for the full question to be asked. Yeah, I mean, this series has proven, especially where don't assume you know what the question is going to be yeah, in the first 10 words. It could any of many ways at the end. Yeah, so. it could be, you know, about one thing. and just, Oh, what is this referring to? Mm. Or... This thing is who about... Who wrote it? Yeah, no, exactly. Or, you know, who was the mother of the best friend's son who wrote this novel? <laughs> exactly. Who was, you know, the husband of this famous writer? Blah, exactly, blah, 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 exactly. blah. But um, it did mean that um, the person who was best equipped to do the first picture round was the one answering the questions. Yes. Because it was Booker Prize winning titles from the year 2000 onwards yeah. translated to the Old English, which is... Yeah, I thought that was a very interesting question. It was interesting. And... I thought I was going to be able to do better because Old English is kind of related to Dutch, but not really. Oh, yeah. But, uh, is it related to German? Yeah, I, I mean, so, it's right? a Germanic language. They have the same um, root mm-hmm. origin, but yeah. um, English has been affected by more different languages. They've had some, yeah. and, you know, and, Norse language and, and French. And it showed, I think, yeah. um, Le Maist was very spot on with the translation here. Yeah, the problem was, and I feel like uh, this is something that Merton came up with more than Warwick, they were penalized more for not having the exact answer. Yeah, so if there was a question in particular, 
um, where they translated it as the beauty line, but the correct answer was the line of beauty. Which is, I mean... It's technically the same thing, but if we're talking about novel titles, you have to be precise. And to be fair, Paxman did uh, specify it has to be the exact translation. Yeah, so not only do you need to have the translation, but you also need to know the novels. Well, you know, uh, you questions are just getting harder now. Questions it's, are getting harder. Each question, I think you have to capitalize not just on one, but on several different disciplines. Yes. So. But after that, we see Warwick rev into gear and they take the lead and stay there actually pretty comfortably for the rest of the competition. For the rest of the round, yeah. And even, I mean, just quickly um, back to Merton. So yeah. Isotta from their first round, I remember he mm-hmm. buzzed in the most. Um, but then this time, I feel like he maybe lost a little bit of that previous energy or confidence in the beginning i'm inclined to agree with you but near the end he buzzed he, the, his first buzz in was a whole 15 minutes in just halfway through the game actually true but he definitely buzzed much more emphatically um, after that after yes that, yeah. and uh, that was the closest to where i felt like oh maybe murder has a chance to claw it back yeah but again as we mentioned it was the team questions where yes. it seems that I don't know what was clicking. Maybe it just wasn't quite in their uh, domain knowledge. Maybe it wasn't what they had practiced. Mm. Because there's a very specific technique which I know Imperial uses yeah. to train for these kind of things. Yeah. Uh, maybe it's a secret that they don't talk about. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah. But, uh, unfortunately, Merton was outmatched this time. Uh, yeah, Yeah, definitely. so just on, on Warwick, I, I thought Rout, um, like we talked about the last time, um, a very necessary captain for yes. this team because I think the rest of the team members are a little bit maybe um, more reserved so you had needed to have someone like route to just canvas all of their opinions very quickly very decisively yeah, yeah. and I mean that's why I call him Monkman Light because he has that same <laughs> uh, barking tone when he is buzzing in and when he's giving the answers yeah this kind of loud and assertive yeah also the confident. same haircut Similar, yeah, yeah. A very similar haircut. Yeah, maybe he was channeling the Monkman energy. It could be. Also, I think that's the seat that uh, Monkman sat on. Uh, Monkman during... was the captain, right? He was the captain yeah. of the Wolfson team, yeah. yeah. Yeah, In terms of other things I want to talk about for questions, mm-hmm. uh, we have confirmation. Uh, nasi goreng is an Indonesian dish. Yeah, I mean, the Malaysians would disagree with you. I know they would, but they'd be wrong. <laughs> oh, well, that's what the Malaysians would say about, uh, about you claiming it's an Indonesian dish. Hey, you know... <laughs> Look, that I'm part do- of the world is just rife with conflict about I origins know. of I'm, food. I'm going to start another confrontasi if I <laughs> try to assert such a thing. But no. hey, you know, it's what Paxman says. So, yeah, uh, yeah. Well, I, I enjoyed that question. So there was bimimbap and wolof as well. Yes. So Wolof, that was an interesting one because mm-hmm. it was based on the name of an African empire. Arch, I didn't know. Which... I mean, I could guess that if I had enough time to think about yeah. uh, African empires such in that a, area. Such a regal, important title for a plate of rice. Well, off. well it's also the uh, people group in Senegal. Mm. And yeah, the music round, we have to talk about the music round. Yeah. Uh, it was very, well, the first one was a very specific country uh, tune. Yes. By Hank Williams, mm-hmm. who uh, I am not familiar with at all. Me neither. But uh, the follow up, you did get one of them, right? Which one? Carrie Underwood. Yeah, because she's very recent. She won American Idol. Oh! I think she did. Oh, she came in second. I think she won. I could have sworn she was from... But a... this was from mid-early 2000s, so... So it's almost like, getting to older music at this yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. Hey, remember uh, kids born in the 90s? You're old now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're facing that reality too. Come join us in this old person's corner. <laughs> 
I mean, the one final thing I really want to talk about in terms of the questions in specific. Yeah. I'm shocked that uh, people were not recognizing a Dali picture. Yeah, I think sometimes they might think it's too obvious. I suppose, and people have been caught out doing that yeah. before, but normally that's when it's more classical paintings. Mm. Because Dali is very specific, and there's some who have a similar style, but you know, you can normally, even if you've never seen it before, you can recognize the Dali painting. It's a very signature style. Yeah, apart from his very early work before he went into a surrealist mode. Yeah. Where then you're kind of like, oh, he could be any Spanish painter from the 20s. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, and also, well done, Warwick, on finally getting some uh, movie questions right. Oh, yes, because the last time I remember they had a pretty poor showing. Washout. Absolutely. Washout winners, right? <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, this time was a lot better. Well, I think it's now time to go into Stats Corner. Stats Corner. So like you insinuated um, earlier, Warwick did do very well on the bonus questions, got getting about 60% of their questions. That's right. phenomenal. Yeah. I think that's one of the strongest ones we've seen in the second round. Yeah. And Merton, on the other hand, only 20%. Yeah. So just like you uh, you, you kind of perceived. Yeah. So right. yeah, I was thinking surely they must have got at least two out of three right at some point and I just forgot. But no, that's... Yeah, one out of five. That's yeah. really unfortunate. And yeah. Because yeah. Um, in terms of starter questions, they were, well, not that evenly matched, but uh, Merton did a lot better on the starter questions like, like you observed as well. About mm. 60% of the starter questions were right, whereas Warwick had 75, so a bit closer there. But when it came to the bonus questions, that's where the gap in the in the skill and the knowledge really showed. It was very pronounced, because I'm yeah. just thinking back to uh, last week where it was mainly 40-45% for the bonus rounds. Yeah, yeah. So that's quite a gulf. Definitely. Yeah. And, and Warwick um, definitely showed themselves to be um, the, the better team, the stronger team this time. Honestly. And I think that we kind of forgot about them a little bit because we tend to think about, oh, Birkbeck was so amazing. Oh, Open, I really yeah, love them. I think Warwick is one to watch. Warwick was strong. They had one of the best scores. And yeah. considering that, you know, they only took the lead halfway through and yeah. were sitting at minus five for the first five minutes of their first yeah, round. Yeah, I think especially Route um, and Braid. So the Route coming in with five out of six sort of questions, Braid with four out of six. So it ends up with a final score of Warwick at 190 and Merton with at 90. 90. So, so Warwick is the highest scoring team in the second round so far. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I mean, Merton, tough luck. Um, yeah. That's about the same score that we saw with St. Andrews. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, mm. but I mean that—that's a very different kettle of fish. Yeah, that was a very different uh, game as well. Yeah, that was a very different game where I feel like yeah everything was out of whack when Merton here. Yeah, I don't know. I guess just their playstyle wasn't suited for someone like Warwick. Yeah, and it seems so far that the teams with reserve players haven't been winning. And I think I don't I'm, know if that's fair to say. Well, I mean, uh, the two teams that had reserved uh, players got uh, knocked out. Now that's mm. not a very big sample size. No. But, but it's a bit of a pattern. It is a pattern. Like, yeah, I think we have to see a few more matches to to. Conclude. Yeah, because uh, from what I can tell, the um, the reserve player always comes along, always is part of preparation because they're meant to step in at any moment. Like, yeah. Any time something could yeah. potentially goes yeah, wrong. Yeah, and I think Lemays was actually a very strong player. She was really. She good. was conferring a lot. She contributed to a lot of the the right answers. Yeah. So yeah, it might not be fair to say that, but yeah, well, she we'll has see. you know some university challenge pedigree because her mother was a contestant. Yeah. So there's probably some notes that were being shared about that. Definitely. And look, either way, she was on TV doing uh, that stuff, and Merton did get through to the second round. That's yeah. very commendable. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So uh, you know, well done. But unfortunately, yeah, I said to see you go. 
And also, it's kind of sad that uh, whilst Warwick are a good team, mm. <laughs> but I don't know. I, I'm kind of tired of seeing you know the more traditional style University Challenge team go through. Yeah, I understand. Uh, to the point where they're all wearing exactly the same outfits. Mm. Oh, would this be an opportune moment to bring in our best dressed segment? Indeed, it was. I was trying to go for a slightly more natural segue, but <laughs> hey, fashion corner. Okay, so who's your best dressed? Uh, I think that Butchart, uh, mm. uh, they were going for the blazer look, which I thought was very good. Yes, yes. And I think it's just, you know, the way they framed it with the glasses, I think they were very on point, mm-hmm. I would say. I would have to agree. Because whilst, you know, the work lads, they were all, you know, well enough dressed. It wasn't like, you know, they were coming in on... No one was sloppy or anything. They weren't sloppy, but it was just... It was just variations of, yeah, collared shirt and jumper. And special mention to Lemaist's lovely red polka dot blouse as well. Yeah, indeed. Mm-hmm. Um, and a nice haircut too. Absolutely. I definitely liked, uh, you know, her whole uh, outfit. Mm. And, you know, a chicken was okay dressed. Uh, the floppy yeah. hair is, you know, definitely a look which works for some people. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, since we lost uh, Holtzman in the first uh, of the uh, second round games, yeah. I feel like we're going to start missing on some of those look servers. Yeah, we will, we will, I think. I think we're going to be relying very heavily on the likes of Jeff Coates to uh, be bringing to a bring touch of class. The, the yeah, the best dressed scores. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, you know, depends on who we get next round. Yeah. Uh, I hope that some people uh, learn to, you know, bring that egg in a little bit. You know, you're on TV. I know it's <laughs> quarantine times, but come on. It's your first chance to get outside your house in months. Dress up a little bit, you know? Yeah, and clearly viewers enjoy this uh, kind of commenting on the fashion choices of the players as well, so... Oh, yeah, I mean, but the difference is we like to comment in a positive manner. Indeed, indeed. Yeah, so I think that brings us to the end of this episode. Yeah, pretty much. There's not that much to say other than Warwick are a very strong team. They and are one to watch. I think we might see the team that definitely goes to semifinals, maybe even the finals. I would be willing to bet on that. Because they're just strong across the board. Very good. And I think they've done it twice now. And if it happens a third time, then we have confirmation that they like to, you know, lull you to force our security, kind of, you know, let you have the first couple. <laughs> and then they just come in and start slamming with the questions <laughs> over and over again. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, they're a decent team. And it's always good when you have good teams playing. Yes, yes. Definitely a route for their current hey, opponents. Yeah. Hey. And on that... Uh, long expected pun I think it's time to end it yes so it's a goodbye from me and goodbye from me bye bye